Yeah, missed being at Borden, but I was down in the old church at Union Chapel Bath, and then off to Cleveland. So, uh, yeah, I missed your I missed your preaching Sunday. Yeah, I missed uh, I missed you listening to my preaching on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so yesterday uh, we we had the boys um, wash the cars because our cars were absolutely mank. Oh wow! And um, Hudson originally volunteered, so we uh, deployed Parker. To do it as well, mm. um, and Out of the goodness of his heart, or for profit, I, I, I think he, he kind of had his, his arm <laughs> twisted a little bit. But um, they got out there, and uh, I gave him initial instruction. I got everything ready for him to, to do it, and uh, kind of left him to it because I was trying to prepare for growth groups and all that, you know, and get everything sorted and uh, with slides and overhead and all that. And so then they're like, "We're finished." I'm like, "Oh, it was great. Thanks, guys, for doing it." You know. And then I went back out there, and um, the cars were absolutely filthy. They looked like they'd barely even been touched. <laughs> what are they like, clean then? <laughs> I just don't think they were scrubbing properly or whatever. And uh, and even after me going over it real quick, trying to cover up for what they'd done, uh, there's still little pieces missing and all that. You know, like you could just see dirt splotches <laughs> here and there. Um, but but I just thought, you know, I, I should have been out there with them. You know, mm. I should have been guiding them and helping them. And mm. and um and I think I think the Christian life is so much like that man that's a smoother segue than last time very good <laughs> it was talking about shaved heads and <laughs> cutting ourselves and stuff like that yeah but um yeah and I, th- I think i think wisdom um from a scriptural standpoint when we trust our own selves mm. for wisdom mm. it's it's a dangerous thing isn't it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when we look to ourselves or or, or others around us yeah for wisdom, then um, we're going to do it wrong, or we're not going to do it at all. And um, and and really, that's what that's what one Corinthians one is about. We looked at it in growth groups a little bit last night, but um, just beginning in verse eighteen, it mentions the message of the cross as foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are saved, it's the power of God. Mm. So this message of the cross is um, that's where that's where our wisdom comes from. Uh, yeah. The cross yeah. is more profound than people think, isn't it? Yeah, and. Um... But the cross is not impressive to the world. So, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> even though it's profound, yeah, it's a, it looks like foolishness. Yeah, but even even in its foolishness, and we can't get into it too much. But even in its foolishness, in verse twenty-five, um, it's wiser than men. Mm. So, like the most profound, like supposed wisdom of man, mm. mm. um, compared to to God, it's foolishness. Mm-hmm. The foolishness of God, the the weakest. Most I shouldn't say weakest. The simplest truth from God. Yeah, yeah, is is, is like pr- profound. Yeah, you know, profound. And, and that moment where Christ is crucified and appears to be weak, mm-hmm. appears that, you know, the deity has been crucified. It looks weak and foolish, but yeah, yeah, mm. it's strength. Yeah. So th- this whole passage, um, as as we looked at last night, is dealing with um, the contrast between the wisdom of the cross and the wisdom of man. Mm. So this whole, the message of the cross, it looks like foolishness, but it's wiser than any truth that man knows. Um, but also the wisdom of man, though it may look very alluring, yeah, 
is always uh, empty and, and actually truly foolish. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then what I really wanted to focus on today is really verse 26 onward. Um, and and we, we deal specifically with what is wrong with man's wisdom mm-hmm. and how it lacks. So the reason that we should not find our wisdom in man or man as the source of our wisdom is because of everything that we find in these verses. So if you don't mind, would you read verse 26 down to verse uh, 31? Yep. For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things that are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised, God has chosen. And the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are. That no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. That as it is written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. Mm. That's very good. I'm just going to read through this. There's uh, verses 18 to, to, to 31 or so. Um, say several things about the wisdom of the cross and then the wisdom of man mm-hmm. as well. So the wisdom of the cross, according to this passage, is foolishness. It tells us that twice. Mm-hmm. Um, the wisdom of the cross is the power of God in salvation. It says that twice as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the, the the simplest truths of the wisdom of the, wisdom of the cross are greater than man's wisdom. The we- The weakest work is stronger than any man. God purposely chooses simple things, weak things, ordinary things, because Christ is our wisdom. And uh, the source of this wisdom is we're going to see is wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, redemption, according to verse 30. Mm. But then the wisdom of man, not a lot is said about it, but what is said about it is profound. So it actually says in verse 19, it's nothing. Wow. Yeah. Bring to nothing. The understanding. Yeah. Um, Verse 21, it does not originate with God. And that's why it's nothing, because mm. God is the only true source of wisdom. Mm. Uh, verse 26, no one is truly wise, no one is truly mighty, no one is truly noble. And then verse 27 says it's shameful. So when you think about those two comparisons of the wisdom of, of God and what it produces, the first thing that comes to my mind is these things mentioned in verses 29 and 30. Christ is our wisdom. Mm. He's our righteousness, our sanctification, and our redemption. But the wisdom of man is nothing and shameful. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Man. It's that's quite a contrast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It it offers no means to be saved. It it doesn't um, bring us to God. It, yeah, man. It's but but we're so keen. Both both the world. I, you know, I'm reading this and I'm thinking the world, the world. They think like this, but I mean, we as Christians can <clears> sometimes be allured to think that it's it's my wisdom, it's my strength that's going to get me through the day. Yeah, and we find pride in our intellectual abilities whether that's in like something like math geography or whether it's in like my incredible um ability to understand theology you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i can find my pride in that rather than finding my like, and i'm glorying in then mm. in my abilities rather than in god yeah no that's, that's good and i think verse number 26 sums up what you've said and i thought we could just chat about this for a minute um and see this contrast really between verse 26 and, and verse uh, 30. But in verse 26, uh, For you see your calling, brethren, uh, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. Mm. So essentially, from, from my observation, verse 26 says that God's children have no business finding their identity in a life that finds um, 
its its prosperity or status in in wisdom, mm. perceived wisdom, yeah, uh, perceived strength or perceived privilege. Right. Yeah, man, that's good. Yeah, that's verse twenty six right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, love. Thankfully, it says not many wise. So, if you are a wise person in the in the world, but you can still get in through trust, but through humbling yourself, right? Yeah, that's right. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Like as Christians, then we can't boast um, mm. or find our identity in these things. Yeah, and and that's and identity is what we're dealing with, isn't it? Mm-hmm. With this gospel lens idea, viewing yeah. viewing life through through the gospel, not viewing the gospel through life. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're if we're thinking through the gospel, these things and how they apply, wisdom, strength, and privilege, uh, we we can say as as new creations in Christ because of what the gospel has done in our lives, we should we should never seek for our identity in what we know. Right. Never seek for our identity to be in what we can do, mm. and never seek for our identity to be in what people think of us. Mm. Mm. So, and we we said last night. Um, so, nobility. When we think of nobility, mm-hmm. we obviously think of like the royal family. Yeah, you know what I mean. And people look at the royal family and like, man, that's the upper echelon, mm. and it's just society, yeah. symbol of status, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but then the contrast is is verse verse number thirty. Do you mind reading that one? Verse thirty. Yeah, yeah. but of him. You are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Yeah, and uh, but, but and consequently, verse thirty-one: He who glories, let him glory in the Lord, because Christ is all of these things for us. Mm. So He's our wisdom. We don't have to boast in worldly wisdom. Yeah, He's our strength. We don't have to boast in worldly strength, and He gives us a higher position and privilege than. Mm royal birth or celebrity birth or whatever it's beautiful isn't it yeah, yeah. that's great yeah. uh so, so the message of the cross just to, to, to sum up here is um the wisdom of god is summed up in the middle of verse 30 righteousness sanctification redemption mm. so how, how would you find righteousness how would you define that define righteousness yeah. uh goodness um so he is my he, he is he is my source of goodness he's the one that makes me good mm. um very good. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. No. I think. Yeah. It's it's the the um the state of being right. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. So he he makes me that way. And then the sanctification. Yeah. Holy. Set apart. Yeah. Mm. Pure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Pure. Clean. Mm. Set apart. Not not just right. Not just morally. I'm doing the right things or perceived to be have done the right things, but I'm clean. You mm. know, so to be made clean and set apart. And I think I gave an analogy last night about um, a dish. You know, and we, we put our clean dishes in the cupboard mm. because we intend to use them. <laughs> yeah, that's but good. But when we yeah. put the dirty dishes in the in, in the sink of the dishwasher or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we intend to clean them. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then redemption. How would you how would you define redemption? Yeah, to be purchased, to be bought mm. um, back from slavery, back from death. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, so, so the truth is, the wisdom of man, the whole reason it says everything about the wisdom of man in this passage... It's because we're slaves to sin, aren't we? Right. Yeah. Yeah. The the worldly wisdom. I mean, James chapter four talks about this. What worldly wisdom looks like, and it's it's fleshly. It's full of anger, and um, there's nothing there's nothing actually good in it. So, mm. you could be the wisest person, worldly speaking, or off the flesh. It says, and it, it counts for nothing really, eternally, or for your soul. So. Yeah. And and, and I mean, he says that no flesh should glory in his presence. Yeah. So. That's not going to glory, uh, give God glory in any way. However, these things it, it follows up. It says, "He who glories, let him glory in the Lord." Um, so, 
I think three questions just to kind of lead us and guide us where we need to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, we finished with these last night is why should those in Christ not seek for their identity in wisdom? So we're dealing mm-hmm. with gospel and trying to stay gospel centered here. Mm-hmm. So why should we not seek for our identity in wisdom? Wisdom according to the flesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, because it's weak. <laughs> it's foolishness compared to God's uh, wisdom. Because we, I mean, we can receive uh, James chapter 1 talks about wisdom being a gift from God. So mm. if we can receive actual wisdom, then why would we want to receive wisdom from the world? And we can be truly wise in Christ. So why would I boast in a in a foolish, shameful wisdom if mm. I can have actual true wisdom from mm. God as a gift from him? And because it's a gift, how can I boast that I have it? Mm. If, if true wisdom is a gift from the Lord, how can I say, look how wise I am, everybody? Rather, I would be Look what God's graciously given me. So yeah. I'm glorying in the Lord then. That's good, yeah. And, and earlier you mentioned um, even, even wisdom that appears to be good, yeah. it, it can be like abused. So, so, so let's backtrack on the, on the theology thing that you were right. mentioning a moment ago. How, how can theology not used properly yeah. become a pitfall for us? Yeah, just a caveat before we go into this. Like, I keep, we keep getting challenged on what we're saying here. Like, Matt... And I love theology, right? We love doctrine. We we read. You've got seventeen look. Uh, that's pretty big books you've got there behind you on all theology, man. And I, you know, we read books prolifically, <coughs> but but it's when I find my identity in my in my systematic theology or in how much doctrine I've learned or how many books I've read that all of a sudden I think I'm better than my brother in Christ who maybe hasn't read as many books as me. Mm-hmm. I have the luxury of being able to do that because as a pastor part of my job is to study and read and read commentary. So mm. I, I have that, that wonderful privilege. Um, but many of my brothers and sisters in Christ work full-time jobs and, and they don't have that same luxury. But they that doesn't mean I'm more godly because I've read more books or because I understand theology better. It doesn't make me more righteous. Um, mm. And the pitfalls can be that I become arrogant because I, I apparently know more or I can become divisive with my brother or sister in Christ who would disagree over mm. a secondary doctrine. Mm. Um, and those are major pitfalls. So if I'm, if I forget that my wisdom is a gift from the Lord. Yeah. I've been in a classroom with someone before who, who did their devotions in, in Greek and Hebrew. Oh, wow. Right. So they, they were actually that, that well-trained in the languages where they did their devotions Mm. in it. But what, what they ended up doing is looking down. Oh, on right. everyone else who didn't we we petty people reading yeah. english <laughs> yeah. so, so if there would be any type of a disagreement in the classroom it would always be like well you haven't read it in the yeah, Hebrew yeah, or Greek kind of yeah. a thing and it becomes your identity where you're walking around with your chest kind of puffed out yeah like, yeah so your identity is your theology your mm-hmm. theological prowess yeah. rather than i'm a beggar who's, who's been fed by jesus the yeah. bread of life yeah. yeah and even at that the the identity is Look at what I've done. Right. Look at what I've learned. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've worked really hard to become who I am. This brilliant. Yeah, this brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than the grace of God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't receive this as a gift. Mm-hmm. James 1, I, I have earned this wisdom. Therefore, I can boast in it mm. against you. I can be arrogant, divisive, prideful. It, it doesn't lead anywhere good. Mm. Yeah. So uh, next one, uh, strength. Why why should those in Christ Jesus not seek uh, for their identity and strength? Uh, well, we'll lose our strength. We'll lose mm. our ability to do. Um, some, some of our dear friends have lost strength at, at young age, some of them in old age. 
old age is going to hit all of us if, unless we're dead before that. Mm. Um, and so we're not able to continue to do the things we've always <clears throat> been able to do. Um, accidents, uh, injuries, stop, stop that. Um, and then even being involved in ministry, sometimes you're going to be replaced. Sometimes mm. you're going to retire. <laughs> you're going to be called away and you're no longer able to do that thing or that ministry no longer has a need in the church anymore. So all of a sudden you've been finding your 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 identity and your strength, your ability to do something mm. um, or, or working. Um, I know brothers who've had to retire early because of sickness. And, yeah. you know, it's a real identity struggle at that moment. So you're going to lose your strength. You're going to lose your ability to do, whether that's through age or sickness, or if it's if it's in a church context, that ministry potentially no longer being necessary. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I... So, so on a very practical level, I remember, <laughs> I think it was like 2015 or something like that. Um, I was in fantastic shape then, by the way, oh, yeah. much, much different shape than I'm I in remember. now. <laughs> but, um, so I remember there was a group of teenagers outside of our house. We were living in Badly Green at the time and, um, and they were out there racing one another mm. and, and I walked out to get something out of the car and they made some joke you know, t- trying to take the mick out of the old oh, bald yeah. guy. And, um, and I remember I actually challenged them to a foot race and I won <laughs> in front of all their mates. You know, it was just like 16 year old kid and, and I outran them. Um, now fast forward mm. to the year 2023 here. Mm. And I'm realizing now that my health is deteriorating really, really quickly. Only at the age yeah. of 39, you I know, think a toddler group, a kid beat you, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In a crawling contest. Yeah. <laughs> No, so so I mean, you know, with 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 basketball and things, you know, just like seeing all these young guys, they can outrun me. Yeah. Some of them are even stronger than me, even though they oh. shouldn't be, you know. Yeah. And it's like over time, our bodies are deteriorating. Yeah. And what we might be tempted to find our identity in or our strength in, it, it's it's gonna it's, dissipate. It's, it's gonna, gonna go yeah, away. Man. At some point. And it's like in Proverbs, where it talks about the young women and their beauty. Don't be foolish, because mm. this beauty is gonna fade one day. And the Bible talks about young man, glory in your strength, mm. but it's it's and it's going to be gone so yeah. we're not going to have that and um but again what's the point in boasting in physical human strength if the bible says we have strength from christ yeah so it's not even just that it's deteriorated it's that in it's it and it's like in its peak as a human under peak strength is nothing com- compared to the strength of god so mm. why would i boast in something so petty yeah as human strength yeah yeah um, my 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 pastor in West Virginia, um, when when I gave my life to Christ, he, he was so instrumental in in my life, and he and his wife both, and uh, Johnny and Gina Barker, and um, Gina passed away recently. She mm. had so many different health issues, and I mean, she just like literally fell apart. Mm. They were missionaries mm. for like twenty years or something like that in in uh, Peru, Bolivia, like all all these or Chile, I think it was. Um, Chile. Chile. Is that what you call it? Chile. Let's just say it. <laughs> Anyways, and um, and you, you look at someone, and you're like, man, missionaries, mm. South America, like in the in the jungles and stuff, mm. you know. Mm. And then you you fast forward, and and she's passed away um, just recently, and and he is losing his eyesight. Right. You know right. what I mean? And it's like, yeah. you 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 just see that, and even even if you're doing a good work for the Lord. Mm. If you if you find your identity, it's the same ministry in our context. Yeah, yeah. If you find your identity in ministry, yeah. Eventually, even the strength that you have to do that, yeah, that's going to be gone. Yeah, and if my identity's in the ministry, 
you know, we have you can have a you can have a bad season of ministry, just <laughs> things are going wrong yeah. and yeah. you know, if that's your identity then then your whole that's you know, that's everything gone. Um mm. but it's in Christ, it's in his strength that he gifts once again he gifts it to me so I can I can glory in the strength that he gives. Yeah, no, that's that's really good. So 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 privilege, just just real quickly. We don't need to tear here too long, but um but privilege. What what's what's the, the danger in finding my identity and my perceived privilege I, I just thinking about it you know obviously that's a buzzword so we're not going to get into that necessarily but um <laughs> yeah uh like however i'm born whether it's you know royal status which i'm which i'm not um but i was you know born in northern ireland um <laughs> that's just that's just the sovereign wisdom of god to place me there that's mm-hmm. what act 17 teaches right that he god god placed me where where mm-hmm. i am give me what i have give me the family i have I can't boast in that. It's that's his gift to me. Mm. How can I? How can I boast? And if someone's born in a rich family or a or a well-to-do family, oh, how could you boast in that? You that wasn't that was just the blessing of God on your life. Mm. Um, so so you can't boast in that privilege in that sense because you didn't you didn't earn it in any way. Mm. It's something that is given upon you. Yeah, you know when uh, so, so growing up as an American, um, you you're always stuck. And I, and I love I love being American. By the way, I don't. I'm 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 happy for my heritage and and all of that, um, but you, you're you're taught from a young age, especially especially kind of where I grew up, um, that America is the best country in the world, right. like and and maybe it is, maybe it isn't, <laughs> right? But um, but you're 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 taught that, and I remember when nine eleven happened, mm. and the Palestinians were like burning American flags mm. and things like that. Um, I just I remember being incensed and just being like. Why would someone do that to the greatest mm. country in the world? You know, and y- your identity begins to be wrapped up in your perceived like privilege. Like mm-hmm. you, y- you think because I'm American, mm. no one should mistreat me. Mm. You know, mm. or people people here might think you know because we're British, because yeah. you know Great Britain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had that. that too. That was going on for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, and like Victoria has textbooks of like <laughs> British textbooks of like. Um, this is what a British person looks like, and they're all, you know, square jaw and handsome. And then this is what an Irish person looks like, and it's like a leprechaun. And you're like, <laughs> okay, that's not true, but also, that's you. You know, you didn't earn the right to be born a Brit or born Irish. It's just, yeah. it's just again, Acts seventeen, the sovereign wisdom of God's put you there. Yeah. But even if you're born in the most noble of positions or the most privileged of states, mm-hmm. there's there's no higher nobility than being called a child of the King. Yeah. Which again, yeah. you can only receive as a gift of grace. Mm-hmm. To be an, a joint heir with Jesus Christ is is grace. You can't boast. Um, mm-hmm. In something worse than that, if you, you know. and that that word "air" that you just used a minute ago, joint heir with Christ. Mm. W- you know, someone born into nobility on this earth, they're going to die, mm-hmm. and that nobility dies with them. Right? Yeah, yeah. But they for those of us who are yeah. in Christ Jesus, because of the gospel, right? Yeah. We we die and we inherit eternal life. Yeah. We, we we already inherit eternal life, yeah. but we we see the realization yeah. of our, our inheritance, inheritance that fades not away, yeah. reserved in heaven for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One Peter in it. So what? 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 How could I boast in something less than that if I've been given better? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So all this, all this comes back to the gospel. Uh, our wisdom, our, and it, it actually says, I, I love verse number uh, thirty. You know, Christ is our wisdom. Yeah, He is our wisdom. He's our righteousness. He's our sanctification. He's our redemption. It's not that we find these things even in Christianity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a system. Yeah, yeah. but in Christ in as a Christ. person. Yeah, yeah. 
So um, that's great, man, and that that just keeps us humble towards our brothers and sisters. Uh, keeps us humble towards our dealings with non Christians as well. That mm. we're not boastful. We're glorying in the Lord as humble people who've been who've been graciously gifted these things. Mm. So that's beautiful. Yeah, and uh, just to 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 go back to a previous statement that we made in um, I think at the beginning of the series. Now and uh, now and forever, my my truest reality is Christ, mm. Mm. and uh, and that's that's what it comes down to. I think that's the gospel lens that we're trying to get yeah. to. Yeah. What's that? What's that hymn? I put putting us on the spot of um, my only boast is you, isn't it? My oh yeah. All I have is, is Christ. All yeah. I have is Christ. My only boast is you. And then there's that other one. Let me not boast in anything. No gifts. No power. No wisdom. Mm. Um, but I will boast in Jesus Christ, His death and resurrection. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's how deep the Father's love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, God, I think. I mean, just to quickly say, like that, what we're looking at today, He chose all the weak and the and the shameful and the foolish things of this world. Just mm. demonstrate once again, He doesn't need anybody. He doesn't mm. need our strength or wisdom, mm. or our privileges. He He gives He gifts us those things as the one who has them. So, man, that's great. Yeah, and then there's the uh, there's the song by by the Gettys. Um, um, the the perfect wisdom of our God. Mm. Um, that's and and that's taken actually from this this passage. The idea of it. Um, and I'm just trying to bring up the lyrics yeah, here. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so the the last verse is the one that I was really thinking of, where it says, "Oh, grant me wisdom from above to mm. pray for peace and cling to love, and teach me humbly to receive the sun and the rain of your sovereignty." Each strand of sorrow has a place within this tapestry of grace. So th- through the trials, I choose to say your perfect will and your perfect way. Mm. So dealing with circumstances, but the, it's the, uh, the the second verse that I should have read, actually. <laughs> it says, <laughs> the matchless wisdom of his ways that mark the path of righteousness. His word a lamp unto my feet, his spirit teaching and guiding me. And oh, the mystery of the cross that God should suffer for the lost so that the fool might shame the wise mm. and all the glory might go to Christ. All the glory to Christ. Yeah, we got and it. so street level this, man, you know, during this week, I'm not going to boast in my handsomeness or my... Doc- Good <laughs> luck with that. Thank you very much. My <laughs> muscle growth, my doctrinal prowess, my ability to preach, you know, mm. how much money's in the bank, where I live, what car I drive, what clothes I can, I'm able to wear. My boast is Jesus Christ. No matter mm. what I have... Other than that, it's all a gift from him, and uh, he he's the thing I'm supposed to be boasting in, mm. glorying in, uh, according to verse 31. He who glories, let him glory in the Lord. No flesh should glory in his presence. So, Amen. and that's good stuff. That's it. We got to finish there, man. That's it. Amen. Mic drop. Uh, don't drop it. No, 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 no. It's too quick, too expensive. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. We'll do it again next week. All right. <laughs>